Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. And if you don't believe us, check out the description of the show sent to us by a listener. Took the advice, implemented it right away. So if you have anything you want to let us know about, MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Also remember that email address for the end of year OT Talk competition. We're trying to get as many new listeners as we can, get as many subscribers as you can. Tally them up by January 1st. Send them over to MaximumTEE at Yahoo. And if you get the most new listener subscribers, we'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card, God willing, Blee Nedder. We're talking household objects, many cool topics to talk to you about within this overall topic of household objects. Today, let's talk about those clothespins. I actually don't have so many clothespins in the past, haven't had so many clothespins in the past, but when we were on vacation and lying around the house and lying around the clinic, meaning in the school therapy room, there are clothespins and there are many things that can be done with the clothespins. Clothespins in general are great for working on that three-jaw chuck, that tripod grasp, especially if you get the kids or yourself or an adult who needs the help to use for those fingers to get them using the thumb, the pointer, and the middle finger. Those are great fingers to use on the clothespins. Some people can use the clothespins just with the finger, the thumb finger, and the pointer. But we recommend, of course, here on OT Talk, the three fingers involved because that's for scissors and that's for writing and all those wonderful things. So it's really good for the three-jaw chuck. It's also really good for the lateral pinch involved in the thumb finger. It's also good for the tip-to-tip pinch involving with the thumb and the pointer pointer in a different type of a format. It's also good for resist and strengthening for those fingers. It's also good to develop the arches of the hand, as well as skilled control of fingers one, two, and three, the thumb, the pointer, and the middle. And it's also good for the stabilizing of the fourth and fifth finger. It's good for the tripod grasp we mentioned, and it's good for that pincer grasp, the thumb and the pointer, along with the thumb, pointer, and the middle finger involved in the clothespins, if you could really get them to use those fingers. So what can we do with clothespins? Lots and lots of different activities. The direction of the show that we've been going in is that we like to give lots of activities, lots of ideas and advice using the household objects, using the classroom objects and the like, especially to develop great fine motor skills for kids and adults alike, but very heavy focus on the kids, of course, because I'm a pediatric OT, especially working in the school system. So let's think of different activities and different ideas we can use with those clothespins. So there's a very hungry caterpillar sequencing skill if you will, an idea that you could do with the clothespin. It's a really cool thing, especially if you could get it to look like the book by Eric Carle, a great book, and you could use the clothespin for that. You could also do color matching, especially in the form of a jellyfish. You could do find and clip the letter using the clothespins. Anything you want to use the clothespins with with chomping and clipping and telling kids that you're chomping on the paper or chomping on a pom-pom, we'll talk about that in a bit, is good to use for the clothespin also. You could also use it for flip cards to put a clothespin on a card and flip it over, especially if you're doing a magic trick, or especially if you're using a deck of cards, or using Uno cards, or any type of cards like that, it's really good to use the clothespin, and it makes it easy to flip over the cards, especially if it's hard or difficult for a kid to do that. You could also make clothespin dino heads, dinosaur heads. I saw online very cool things that could always see the visuals any idea you like you could always type it in and see the visual because here we give you the audio version you could make a clothespin car you could do color sorting with clothespins also counting sorting and different math problems with the clothespins you could do 
clip sticks was very cool. I saw online you could also make a close spin minion. Anything with minions, I'm down for. I'm a big fan of minions. We love the Despicable Me movies. We love the Minions movies. So using close spins, you can make minions also. You can make a ma- matching owl with the close spins. You could roll, clip, and print with the close spins themselves. You can make close spin mermaids. You can match bugs and flowers and the like using close spins. You can make close spins mini planes also. This was very cool. Think about how you make a paper plane or how you make a model airplane and you could just make it scaled down for the clothespin. The clothespin is the base and then you could just put different items through the clothespin or clipped onto the clothespin to allow it to be like a plane and then you could see if it could actually fly. You could take it and you could throw it and see if you could get it to fly. Fly. You could also do a clothespin name game. Different clothespins have different names on it and you could put them in a hat. You could put them in a box and you could see whose name is pulled out. You could really do that with any idea, not just names itself, but numbers, letters, words and the like. You want kids to do that in the classroom. Put it in a hat, put it in a box and let them pull out the clothespin, whatever word or whatever letter they have to identify and, and spell or make a word with that letter or make a, a math problem with that number, whatever you want. You could take it and make it your own. You could make a clothespin zebra and you can make a clothespin fish. You're making many different animals. We'll talk about them also. You can match a clothespin to the letter. You can match a clothespin to the number. And you can use both at the same time. You could clothespin letter and number at the same time. You can make shapes out of the clothespins themselves. You can take a couple of clothespins on a table and you can make a shape out of the clothespins. You can make a whole number out of the clothespins themselves. You can make a letter out of the clothespins themselves. And you can make a word out of the clothespins themselves. You could also paint these shapes, numbers, letters, and words using the clothespin, holding the clothespin, dipping it into paint or dipping it into glue, putting it on the paper and spelling out these words, letters, shapes, and the like using the clothespin, which of course is a wonderful object, a wonderful item to use. You can make a popsicle stick and a clothespin and use different number amounts with that as well. You can make a clothespin clock, which I saw was very cool. You can make a clothespin temperature gauge to mimic the kind of a temperature gauge that you have in a house, especially when it's an analog one. You can use clothespin with plates. You can make it very colorful, very decorative. They have different different types of clothespins. When I was in a clinic in grad school, they use different colored clothespins. Each clothespin was a different weight. So you could do that also if you have the the therapeutic version of the clothespins where there's a metal bar and the client or the person has to take the clothespin, clip them open and clip them onto different areas of the metal bar. Some of them are standing up, some of them are sideways, and each color is a different <clears throat> excuse me, each color is a different resistive value, a different resistive ava- amount. So it's it's harder and easier depending on the color. And if you're just coming back to recuperate, or if you're farther along, is the different colors, the different ability that you'll be able to handle. Some clients were able to do all the colors. That means they were towards the end. Already were recuperating pretty well. Some clients could only do a few. It was too hard for them, or they're in the beginning of the recovery process. So that's cool also. So you could sort and match with clothespins, especially with ones that are different colors. You could do clothespins on drawing lines, especially if you're doing the ADL of clothing, the IADL really, of of uh, laundry and you're putting it out there and you want it to dry, have the kids help you. It's really fun to try to get them to, to pinch onto the clothing and get it onto the drying line, especially if you have a small drying line, kid size, if it's up to their height, they could definitely help. And then you could have the adult one and you could lift them up <clears throat> to help you use the drying line on that. You could do clothespins with the clothing, of course, and for the laundry. And you can make a clothespin caterpillar. We mentioned the mermaid before. Also, you can make a clothespin butterfly. You can do clothespins and pipe cleaners. Any item that you want to put the clothespin on is great. Besides for the paper and the pipe cleaners, 
different items sitting around, even foam paper, construction paper, cardboard, flat cardboard pieces are also really good to put the clothespins on. You can make a clothespin dragonfly, a clothespin on feeling stickers, especially if you want to add an element, an emotional element to it, emotional, social, emotional element to it. You could do clothespins and stickers and clothespins and sticker circles, clothespin counting. You could cut out clothes and do clothespins on a string also. You could do clothespin math we mentioned, painting with the clothespins themselves we mentioned also. You could do clothespins and a gate or on a gate. Very cool also. You could do clothespins and mega blocks, especially if you turn the mega blocks over the flat side of the mega blocks. You could do clothespins and zip blocks and you could do clothespins and pom-poms, which we mentioned was very cool also. You can make a clothespin catapult. Definitely cool to see the visual of that. Very cool thing to do. Clothespin car with buttons. Very cute idea. And, and it's a car that actually can move. Kids always like things that involve cards, especially our kids. And you could do a clothespin dragon ply with pipe cleaners. You could do a cupcake liner, clothespin butterfly. You can make a clothespin snowman, a clothespin trivet, a clothespin casely, which is a very cool thing also. And you could do a clothespin robot, and you could do clothespin match pins and clothespin shuffleboard, which is also a very cool activity, nice activity, especially to use the clothespins. We just try to give different ideas. Of course, it's never an all-inclusive list, but we just try to give some different ideas. Hopefully, it's helpful. Hopefully, it gets some good fine motor work to get that wonderful tripod grasp involved. Join us next time as we talk about what to do with plastic bottles besides for trying to recycle them, what you could do around the house here on OT Talk with Mr. T, and I'm your host, Mr. T.